With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Liz Wheeler Show, episode 441, take one. All right, I'm really excited for this episode because most of the discussion this week among conservatives has been about the Speaker of the House. Obviously, it's a valid topic. It's actually pretty fun to watch. Uh, Republicans fight for what's right for once, or at least a very small number of Republicans fight for what's right. There's also been a lot of talk about the 2024 presidential field, all the different candidates after the debate. But every time someone brings up either Republicans in Congress or which of these Republicans is vying for actually being president in the in the Republican primary or who's just trying to get an administration position. I always think, you know, it doesn't actually matter who the candidate is on the Republican side if we don't compete in elections. We could have a candidate that wins popular opinion even across the island. It doesn't matter if the Democrats are out electioneering us. So I want to bring on the one person that I know, the one person, and it's not because I don't know more people. It's because he's the only one who's doing it right. Um, who's organizing elections on behalf of Republicans and showing the Republican Party and conservatives at large how to organize elections to make them, to make us effective competitors against the left. It is, of course, Scott Pressler. If you don't follow him on Twitter, well, x.com, you absolutely should. He has one of the best x.com accounts. It's just Scott Pressler, S-C-O-T-T-P-R-E-S-L-E-R. Scott, thanks for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Liz. All right, Scott. So on an episode of my show earlier this week, I read one of your tweets because I found it fascinating. And you don't hear this information from a lot of other sources, but you were talking about Pennsylvania. Um, and you, maybe we should start with your, what, maybe we should start with what you do on the ground first so that people who haven't heard of you know that you're traveling around the country all of the time, organizing in different counties. But tell us, tell us what you've been doing over the past year. And then Talk to me about that tweet in Pennsylvania and about mobilizing the Amish to vote for Republicans, because I found that not only fascinating, but also infuriating that Republicans at large, you're doing it, but Republicans at large aren't doing this. Well, after the soul-crushing 2020 debacle of an election, I made it my mission that I would start traveling the country, continuing my work to take back the House of Representatives in 2022. And so I was focusing on key states, key races, key governorships, and all of the pundits and prognosticators were saying, a red wave is incoming. You know, the economy is crashing. Joe Biden's doing a terrible job. The border is wide open like a sieve. And everybody got it wrong. In September of 2022, I said, guys, I don't see a red wave incoming. Sure, we're doing great in Nevada and Florida and Arizona, but I'm just not seeing it. And so we didn't get the red wave. And in part, I think it's because Republicans had this idea that we all need to vote on one day. What happened on Election Day in Arizona? 60% of machines factually had errors on Election Day. In Nevada, it snowed in Washoe County in Reno, a Republican area, 
on election day. In Harris County, Texas, and Luzerne County, Pennsylvania, they ran out of ballots on election day. And that was the impetus that I created after 2022 that wasn't the Red Tsunami, my organization, Early Vote Action. Because I firmly believe, Liz, that if we as Republicans wait to vote on one day in November of 2024, then Joe Biden has already won re-election. And I'm focused on Arizona, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. We win those five states, we win the presidency, we defeat the Joe Biden, and we elect a Republican president. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, what, and what's really interesting here is a lot of conservatives, and I feel, I feel this way, so I'm speaking for myself as well as a lot of viewers of this show, we don't like election season. We want it to be just election day. We don't like early voting. We don't like universal mail-in ballots because there's vulnerability for fraud or these nursing homes that mysteriously every resident of the nursing home votes Democrat after the Democrats come recruiting there. We don't like the unmanned drop boxes because especially after we saw Dinesh's 2000 mules, shady things can happen. Shady things do happen. I mean, of course they do. But this is what this is the conclusion that I've come to, even though I think we should have election day where people vote in person. We can't pretend like that's the case when the Democrats are operating under the rules of election season. We can't compete just on election day because it doesn't work. I mean, I think you're right about 2022. The Republicans did win public opinion in the lead up to that election. And yet we lost the election, arguably because just of the, the, the way that Democrats conduct elections and recruit voters versus the way that Republicans do. Exactly. Well, and look, at the end of the day, we only won a narrow majority in the House of Representatives, and we lost key governorships in Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Those are four of the three of the swing states right there that we need in order to win in 2024. And so it didn't matter that more Republicans turned out to vote in the 2022 election. The fact of the matter is that we lost in key areas. And yes, I'm not saying that there aren't shenanigans. I'm not saying that there aren't things that happened that added to those losses. But I'm saying in order to make sure that we're winning in 2024, we have to fight fire with fire. And for example, it's little things like if we don't want illegal ballot harvesting to happen, we as a party need to do a better job of educating our voters. For example, 500,000 people have fled California. They've left to other states. Really, if we're going to be smart and mitigate voter fraud, we need to contact those 500,000 people and say, 
hey, did you cancel your old voter registration for California? Because if you haven't, that's a state that every eligible voter receives a mail-in ballot, whether or not you've requested one. And so if you are still registered to vote in Nevada, Oregon, Washington, California, and you haven't canceled your status, you may receive a ballot to your old address, whether or not you're still living there. And by educating voters on those simple things, we can help to stop voter fraud going into this November and next. So our audience is generally an activist audience. They're gonna hear you say that and they're gonna be like, okay, I have my phone on me right now. Where are the phone numbers and what do I say? How do I make this happen? What do, you, what do you tell them? How do you direct every everyday Americans who actually do want to do this to protect our elections? How do they do it? Well, it's very easy. If you are one of those California refugees that have fled to a new state, number one, be mindful that your new state, you may be a closed primary state. Arizona, California, Florida, Kansas, Nevada, New York, New Mexico, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Florida, those are all states that if you've moved to them, they are closed primary or closed presidential primary states. So you must be registered as a Republican if you want to vote for your favorite Republican candidate. Now, let's say that you moved from California. I want you to go to the internet and type in California voter registration cancellation form. You can't just call up your county office and be like, hey, I want to cancel my voter registration, you literally need to fill out a form and mail it in. But those instructions will be there located when you type in California voter registration cancellation form. And you will, by doing so, help to mitigate voter fraud going into the next election. Well, so that's for that's for those who actually left California, which are, there are a lot yes. of people even watching the show who fall into that category. Is there a way that you and I and those watching can call other people and say, hey, we noticed that you moved, that you're still registered in California and we're asking you to cancel your registration. Do we have access to that bank of phone numbers? I do have access to new movers to new states. So for example, we at earlyvoteaction.com have been doing two very successful letter writing campaigns to Kentucky and Louisiana because we get data on when people move to the state. Now, when somebody moves, they need to get registered to vote at their current address. So we write them a handwritten letter saying, hey, welcome to the state. You need to get registered to vote. You need to register as a Republican because it's a closed primary state. And I do, for many people, have access to what state they moved from. So yes, with this letter writing campaign, we can not only get people registered to vote, but if we notice, for example, they're from a state with universal mail-in voting, we can also take the additional step of saying it's very important that you also cancel your old voter registration and here's how you do it. If people would like to participate in that letter writing campaign, you can please go to earlyvoteaction.com and sign up for postcards. That's earlyvoteaction.com. Sign up for postcards. I know you guys are going to do it because it's it's encouraging. I mean, we're all very discouraged and disillusioned, I think, with how our elections are run. It's nice to see. Uh, it's nice to see you, Scott, working on this and knowing what what needs to be done. I mean, you mentioned the word shenanigans before. I mean, in my opinion, a lot of the shenanigans that happened in the 2020 election was the Democrats in various states organizing to change these election procedures. Uh, some of them they changed. I guess they had the authority to change. A lot of the states that changed them didn't have the authority to make these changes, and yet it was never challenged or it wasn't challenged soon enough, and it impacted the outcome 
of the election. So this is a big part of what we need to fight back about. Um, talk to me about the voter recruitment efforts too, like specifically in Pennsylvania, use the Amish example. I, like I said, we spoke about it on the show earlier in the week, but I want to hear it directly from you, not just in a tweet. Like how, what is, what is the issue that you see? How could we flip Pennsylvania and how are you doing it? Well, number one, let's start with volunteer recruitment. I'm a connector. That's what I do. I find a point of contact within a county and people reach out to me saying, Scott, how can I help? So once I have my POC on the ground and then I have a volunteer, it's my goal to link the two together. So one thing that I've done on Facebook, for example, is I created a publicly available Facebook group called Pennsylvania Republicans. I created this three months ago and we are now nearing 10,000 members. And to give you an example of how cool this is and how easy it is, I had a woman this morning who posted within an hour about her moving from Florida to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, Pittsburgh is Allegheny County, and we have an election this November to elect Joe Rocky as county executive for Allegheny County. Now, within minutes of her posting on our page, we were able to link her to Allegheny County organizers local to where she lives. Now, in my opinion, this is how the Republican Party should operate, that we have these Facebook groups all across the country for all 50 states, maybe even for the big counties like Maricopa, Milwaukee, Allegheny, Philly. And if we, within minutes, can link a volunteer to organizers, getting them prepared for elections, that is how we're going to outwork the Democrats. Now, it's also about educating the voters and knowing who our base are and understanding how are we going to turn them out. For example, you mentioned the Amish. Well, very quickly, I do want to mention uh, hunters as another voter base. For example, in Wisconsin, one of our key states, 40% of Wisconsin hunters are not registered to vote. And in 2020, and I'm using this word loosely, Joe Biden won Wisconsin by 20,000 votes. Imagine if we simply got Wisconsin hunters registered to vote, educated them on either early in-person voting, mail-in voting, or got them out on election day, Wisconsin will go in the Republican column in 2024. And speaking of another voter base that is probably likely to be conservative, Joe Biden, and I use this word loosely, won the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania by 90,000 votes in 2020. There are an estimated 80,000 Amish in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Why are we not focusing on the Amish and Mennonite communities and also knowing that the Amish get married on Tuesdays in November, fact check me, which may coincide with election day, why are we not registering the vote, the Amish, and getting a mail-in ballot in their hands so that way if they get married, they can have babies and have a wonderful wedding day and still lock in their vote for our Republican candidates. Let's put a gosh darn drop box in every Amish enclave in America because they're in Virginia, in Wisconsin, in Ohio, in Pennsylvania. Those are Midwest states that we need in order to win in 2024. And so educating people, 
registering them to vote and activating them, these different groups will win us the election in 2024. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do, do the Amish not typically vote as it is? Some elders, some bishops are in control of their respective Amish communities. We on the Facebook Republican page for Pennsylvania Republicans, we have about 300 comments on one post alone talking about those 80,000 Amish. Some people in Lancaster are saying our Amish vote. Other people in other counties are saying their Amish are not allowed to vote. So there are kind of different uh, communities that some may, some may not. But I will tell you that from 2016 to 2020, we had unprecedented Amish turnout in 2020. And especially with the forcing of the vaccines by the Democrat Party, with the attacks on religious freedom, with the attacks on parental choice and education and parents' rights, with the attacks on small businesses, and even the ability to sell raw milk, those are all issues that we as conservatives and Republicans can extend a hand to the Amish community and say, look, we want to continue to preserve your way of life to live the ways that you choose. And so therefore, we are offering an opportunity. Please register to vote. Please join with us. And you're going to be able to live as you choose without the government breathing down your neck. And what's interesting is the Amish are actually a big part of the fabric of judicial precedent in our nation when it comes to parental rights, when it comes to religious freedom. One of the pivotal cases that acknowledges parental rights, not establishes, but acknowledges parental rights was about an Amish couple who wanted to educate their child to a certain age and then didn't want them to be sent to the public school, like a compulsory public school experience, and they won. So they're, they do care about this stuff. I find that so fascinating. And typically, you would think that there would be two types of organizations that would be focused on what you're doing, the RNC, and then other basically Republican money groups. Do you see anybody else doing this? I mean, I know you tweet to the chair of the RNC on a daily basis. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is 173, day 173 of you asking for a response from her. Um, do you see anybody else reaching out and talk to me a little bit about your communications with Ronna Romney McDaniel. No, I, I don't see other people doing the work that I'm doing, which is why I'm here. 
I'm here by necessity. I'm here to fill a void. Trust me, I'm a private citizen doing this. I never thought I would be traveling the country, organizing people, registering voters, and trying to do everything that I can in a Paul Revere-esque style to save our country. This is not the life that I thought I would be living. And yes, I have reached out to the chairwoman for 173 consecutive days. But, you know, my dad always told me, if you're going to offer a problem, you offer the solution. And that's why I'm here, to be the change, to be the solution I want to see. And if the chairwoman, if she ever calls me, oh my gosh, my phone, I will answer it. My door is always open. I'm a team player, and I am here for one reason, to defeat Joe Biden and to elect a completely Republican government to help save our country in 2024. That's my mission. That's actually what's a little bit strange to me about the whole thing is I understand that Republicans haven't typically liked the idea of early voting and election season. I understand that Ronna Romney McDaniel has been criticized by a lot of us on the right who want her to be more based. But at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're offering to help. You're not trying to unseat her. You're not trying to fire her. You're just saying, hey, I want to do what you want to do. This is a new skill set for new types of elections. It's weird to me that she doesn't want to have that conversation because you're not coming at her aggressively. Well, and especially, and that's been my goal. I always wanted to be meek. I wanted to do it with humility. I wanted to do it nicely. So no one could ever say that I was untoward or inappropriate in my conversation. But regardless, I think the, our work speaks for itself. Oh my gosh, look at what we've done in Louisiana and Kentucky. We have helped to add thousands of new Republican voters to the voter registration rolls in those states. And for anybody that's like, Scott, Kentucky's Republican, Louisiana's Republican, why are you focusing on those? Well, guys, if you want to win next year, it starts by being forward thinking and understanding that we have elections this year in 2023. We have Kentucky. Daniel Cameron is running for governor. By the way, Mitch McConnell, who I wish no harm. I want him to continue a long life of happiness. His health is not great. And who appoints a replacement if he is forced to retire? The current Democrat governor who has said, by the way, he will not follow the law. So this November is consequential. We must elect Daniel Cameron as governor. Louisiana, Jeff Landry is uh, up to replace a two-time Democrat governor. We must elect him on Saturday, October 14th. Mississippi, Tate Reeves is running for re-election. New Jersey, Virginia, we have state legislative races. By the way, if Governor Glenn Youngkin picks up two state Senate seats this November, Virginia will have an entirely Republican government, and that puts Virginia in play to elect a Republican government, to a Republican president, excuse me. And last, probably what I argue is the second most consequential election, Pennsylvania. Let me tell you, the Democrats are going to pull out everything and throw in the kitchen sink. We've already seen this. They will pull fire alarms to get what they want. The mask mandates are coming back. The lockdowns are coming back. If you are listening to the Liz Wheeler show right now and you live in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania or you know somebody that lives in Pennsylvania, please, I beg you, I plead with you, get out the vote for Judge Carolyn Carluccio for the Pennsylvania Supreme Court because that seat will help stop 
any dictatorial mandates from the current Democrat Governor Shapiro if and when Democrats try to lock down the states again. And those are the elections we need to be focusing on this year, Liz, in 2023. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think if there's any lesson that Republicans have collectively learned since 2016 is that how important the judiciary is on all levels, not just the Supreme Court, but these local these local judges have a huge impact, uh, especially with the weaponization of the DOJ and these local DAs. This, these are very consequential people to be electing to protect our freedom or people are going to be elected that will harm our freedom. Um, tell me the name of your organization one more time because I know people are gonna wanna look this up while we're talking and I'm gonna read a couple of your, while you tell people, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up a couple of your tweets because I want, or posts on X, I suppose we call them now. Um, I want to read what your message to Ronna, Romney McDaniel was. I think, this, well, this was actually, you sent it a couple months ago, but you retweeted it um, yesterday. So first, tell, tell what the name of your organization is, because I know people are going to be asking to look this up while we're talking. Yes, thank you. My organization is Early Vote Action. That's earlyvoteaction.com. And we'd love your help. Even if you're in California, Hawaii, whatever, we will find something to activate you in your state, no matter where you are. So earlyvoteaction.com. You're going to get absolutely blown up with people wanting to help because this is so inspiring. So on April 15th of 2023, this is what you wrote. You said, Dear GOP Chairwoman, I know that President Biden has a, quote, army of influencers who are dedicated to reaching the youth. Is there any plan to have an alternative team for the GOP? I'd also like to make a humble suggestion that you do a Twitter space. Thanks for listening. I wanna hear about what you think would be an effective method for Republicans to recruit young people because it's not happening. Young people are getting more and more radical. Maybe it's TikTok, maybe it's school indoctrination. Maybe it's the fact that the GOP just doesn't offer much to young people. But what is your idea for how to start capturing some of this youth vote, because they're not gonna be young forever. I mean, Gen Z and millennials are like the biggest voting demographic that we have right now. They just don't all turn out to vote. But once they start voting, what they think is going to govern our country. Well, part of it is being able to talk to these people. And I mean, the Twitter spaces, X spaces, whatever, they are the coolest invention that the other night I'm having a conversation with Congressman Santos, Congressman Gates, Congressman, Congresswoman Bobart, all of Corey Mills. Oh my gosh. The fact 
that I have the opportunity to talk to government officials even at 11 o'clock at night on a Twitter space, I think is the coolest thing because that is power that they are taking the time to listen to us and we can inject our ideas straight into the ears and heads of our government officials. And I've offered this as an opportunity. I've spoken to state GOP chairs, and I've offered this suggestion to Chairwoman McDaniel. Why not have a Twitter space where we talk about what the values are of the Republican Party? Because let me tell you, people are going to join in. Young listeners are going to come in and then talk about how we're going to work together to have success this November, and furthermore, how we're going to elect a Republican president next year in 2024. But furthermore, I will tell you, because I would never ask somebody to do something that I wouldn't do myself. This past week, I visited two Pennsylvania colleges. I went to Slippery Rock University, which is just north of Pittsburgh, and I went to Penn State University in the belly of the beast in Center College, at State College, and let me tell you, the majority of voters that we registered were all Republican or independent voices. They don't want the censorship. They're tired of the unaffordable gas prices and food prices. They want to be able to buy a car and a home one day. They don't want the lockdowns. They don't want the mask mandates. All of those policies relate to Republicanism. And so, guys, we just got to show up. We have to present all our, our, our alternative message to students. And I'm telling you, there is opportunity for us to grow, especially with Gen Z, but we have to show up. Well, that's really interesting, I think, because a lot of people, especially older Republicans, have written off the younger generations. They either mistakenly say, oh, wait till they start paying taxes, they'll become Republicans, which, by the way, doesn't happen. <laughs> younger generations just export the wokeness from their colleges into the real world. It's not the other way around. But it, it seems to me that Republicans usually try to reach voters just based on television ads or hits on Fox News. And is it, could it really be? I mean, I'm sitting here almost in disbelief. Is it really as quote unquote simple? I know it's not easy what you're doing. It's very difficult. But is it as simple as showing up face to face? Does that make a difference enough that could impact the outcome of an election? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Especially when you look at the fact that center uh, county, for everything people say about all the liberal university students and professors, whatever, we're only 1,500 voters away from flipping that county from blue to red. And the, for the first time, the borough there in Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, has a majority of Republicans. Guys, we can win. We can do it. But part of it is it can't always be anti-Joe Biden. It can't always be anti-democratic. How are we as Republicans and conservatives going to present a positive vision for the future? How are we going to make life better and more affordable for everyday Americans? That's the key. Basically, put aside like the outrage cycle of like the partisan yes. outrage cycle for a second. Well, let me ask you this too. So a lot of Republicans didn't see it coming when, in the lead up to 2020 when Democrats were changing these state election laws or the local election laws. They didn't see it coming that Mark Elias, this he calls himself a Democrat super lawyer, that his agenda was to change these election procedures by hook or by crook, we'll just say. 
Is there anything the Democrats are doing this year and in the lead up to 2024 that Republicans need to know so we are not caught unaware again? Well, look at Pennsylvania. Governor Shapiro just instituted the automatic voter registration, which I get it. If it is not done in accordance by the legislature or by the law, et cetera, I understand why people are freaking out. But I do want to kind of quell any fears that voters might have. For example, it's been one full week since ADR, the automatic voter registration, was imposed by the Democrat governor in Pennsylvania. And despite that, Republicans still out-register Democrats by 600 voters. And furthermore, still more registered voters chose Republican than even independent in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So ADR might actually backfire in a state like Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, where the overwhelming majority of counties are red and you're going to have white working class, Hispanic working class, et cetera, that are getting registered to vote. But the number one thing that we need to do, guys, is please become an election day worker. There's a difference between an election day worker and a poll watcher. A poll watcher is somebody that's partisan, either Republican or Democrat. They're wearing a robe, a a red or blue robe. And basically they're there to make sure that if there are any shenanigans, they report it partisanly. An election day worker is the person that's paid by the state, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, New York, whatever. And you are non-partisan. You are there to make sure that all of the laws, all the legalities are done by the book, and you're there from, you know, sun up to sundown. But that's one of the most important things if you want to make sure that we have eyes and ears to provide for safe and secure, fair and free elections. Please become an Election Day worker, because otherwise the Democrats will say to us, but Liz, we didn't have enough Election Day workers to count the votes, so therefore we must provide for universal mail-in voting because we don't have enough people to staff the polls. How do, you, how do people do that? How do you become one? It's very easy. All you have to do is type into the internet, for example, New York Election Day worker, California Election Day worker, Pennsylvania election day worker. It's usually done by county. You can also do Allegheny County election day worker. But I'll tell you for New York, it's very easy. They have an automated automatic system where you put in your information into basically a state election day website. And I've had Republicans for the upcoming elections this November that because of my encouragement signed up and they are now approved to become an election day worker for this November's elections. It's so easy and you get paid. Take the money you get from Democrat states like New York and California and donate it to Republicans or buy a pair of shoes. I mean, come on, you can't beat that. That's a a win, win, win all around. So a lot of us are feeling discouraged going into 2024? Like we don't know if we can win, even if we have the right candidate. Are we on track if we, like if basically if we replicate what you're doing, if people throw in and help, even if the RNC declines to become part of this, which is a mistake, but that's the way it is right now. Is it going to be winnable for us? Yes. Yes. I say that without hesitation. And I say that firmly. 
we do have the ability to win in 2024. And for anybody that talks about candidate electability, guys, President Joe Biden and Senator John Fetterman. For anybody that's talking about electability, please come on. And not only that, but think about 2020 for a second. For anybody talking about the 81 million votes, the election was decided by fewer than 70,000 votes. Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, 70,000 votes decided the 2020 election. Is that doable? Is it possible that 35,000 Democrats that voted for Joe Biden have since changed their minds with the border, with fentanyl, with the prices of everything going up, with the war in Ukraine that never happened under President Donald Trump? Yes, it's possible. So the number one thing that I need you to do is stay positive. And I need you to swim together as a team. Notice Charlie Kirk, Jack Posobiec, Steve Bannon, myself. Notice that none of us are putting ego in the way. We're all swimming in the same direction of making Joe Biden a one-term president. That's how it needs to be. We put everything aside and we work together as a family. But number one, I need your help winning this November. Please, to everybody watching The Liz Wheeler Show, I ask you, I beg you, I plead you, do whatever you can to help win in Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. And because I know this is a group of activists, Liz, one thing that you guys can do from home, you're probably thinking, but Scott, I live in California or Nevada. How can I help these states? Go to Twitter, go to X, go to the search magnifying glass. I want you to type into that magnifying glass, I live in Pennsylvania. Then you're going to click on search and you're going to click on latest. You will have at your hands a list of every Twitter user that has ever tweeted out a tweet that says, I live in Pennsylvania. Then what I want you to do is go to their profile, find out if they're a Republican. You can find out very easily if somebody's a Republican or Democrat. If they happen to be a Republican, reply to them. Please make a plan to vote for Judge Carolyn Carluccio to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court this November. You can learn more here and include the link. Do that for Kentucky. Do that for Louisiana. Oh my gosh. You guys from the comfort of your home could galvanize thousands of voters by just utilizing social media to tell them to get out to vote. Scott, say your website one more time because people are going to say it one more time. My website is earlyvoteaction.com. Earlyvoteaction.com. Scott, you're an absolute delight. You are a gem. You are one of the smartest people that I have ever talked to on this show. You've given me hope, but also something concrete that we can do. I wish you were in charge of the whole Republican apparatus for election day, but uh, instead of just grousing about it or having a bad attitude, you're doing it yourself, which is absolutely remarkable. Go to earlyvoteaction.com, guys, uh, and make sure that you follow Scott on, on x.com. I'll post his, I'll, I retweet him all the time, so you've probably seen it, but I'll post his account on um, my X accounts so that you can follow. And Scott, thank you for everything you're doing and thank you for being on the show today. Hey, thank you for the opportunity, Liz. If you haven't already gotten a copy of my book, go to hideyourchildrenbook.com or go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble or the bookstore near you. Get your copy. I'm excited for you to read it and I can't wait to hear your feedback. So go to hideyourchildrenbook.com 
Thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.